This is The Daily Juggle. I'm Julie Burstein, and I am here on a rainy afternoon, rainy late summer afternoon, with Diane Thompson of Creative Organizing. Welcome. Thank you. Welcome. I'm happy to be here. So, Diane, it is late summer, and those of us with kids know what that means. It means we're about to get that letter from school that's like three pages long of all the stuff that our kids need to have for the next year. And I know for me, often it's really confusing because not all that stuff fits in the backpack. So would love to hear your thoughts about how to get our students organized for the coming year with all this stuff. Well, that is a very overwhelming list for most parents when they first look at it, because their first thought is, how is my student ever going to keep track of all those things? And how many items is that my student going to lose throughout the school year? So when you look at that list, what you have to think about is how am I going to bring that list into a cohesive whole? Meaning, can I take all those binders, the the notebooks, et cetera, that the teachers recommend and combine it into a one unit or two units so that your student can then work from organize those units by class, and then work from there. So there's a variety of ways, depending on the personality of the student, but the general idea is bring all those multiple pieces into as few units as possible. That's such a great way of approaching it, and I know from my experience with my now middle schooler, when he entered middle school last year, it was incredibly frustrating because he wanted to do what the teachers asked, and what the teachers asked was that each class has a one-inch binder, and he he couldn't carry five one-inch binders. It was just way too much stuff, and that then got him very anxious because he wanted to do what they asked. Yes, time and time again, when I do my workshops with parents, they say the exact same thing. Their student does not want to challenge the teacher on what the teacher requests, and understandably so. However, it's the parent's job from my perspective, to be your child's advocate when it comes to school. You do know your child better than the teacher. And if you coach your child to speak to the teacher about your approach to making all of that materials um, more organized and easier for your child to keep track of, the teacher will appreciate that. However, there are times when teachers really have a specific routine that they use with their students in order to keep track of certain materials. And so that part you do need to respect of the teachers. For example, sometimes teachers want a two-pocket folder that's kept in the classroom. And you get that two-pocket folder for the teacher and because there's a specific purpose. So that's the place to start with. So once you get through that hoop, how do you organize a student? How, how do you look at that list? And, and what are the materials you need to be able to help your kids stay organized? So the teachers are asking for a one-subject notebook, but there's another direction you can go to, uh, for the students to write down their notes in, in during class or do homework in. And that is using a larger binder with three rings, preferably D-ring shape because they hold up better, and using that binder by dividing it into the subject areas. You want to use uh, polypropylene dividers with tabs, and I say that word, polypropylene, because that 
is a stronger divider, not the paper dividers. The paper dividers, which within like three weeks, the tabs are pulling off and you can't use them anymore. Exactly, exactly. And those polypropylene dividers also have pockets in which are really beneficial in the system for keeping track of papers. But that's that's another discussion. That's part of the routine around maintaining where their papers go. But just staying with the uh, setting up the system. So you have your dividers, and then you, you insert in between each subject divider reinforced loose leaf lined paper and hence instead of a one subject instead of multiple one subject notebooks you have one unit that holds multiple subjects with the required paper needed each day to write on and you also have the opportunity to add more paper should you need it and to take out old notes if you can do that too Absolutely. That's a significant part of the system, and that teaches the child how to maintain their papers over time. So when, it, when teachers, ask from, teachers from each class ask for their one subject or two or three subject notebook, the student ends up carrying around a lot of paper that never gets used. We all have, at the end of the school year, cleaned up the schoolwork um, papers and discovered that there are multiple notebooks half written in. And therefore, the student has carried around all year long notebooks with unused paper. So you get to add paper as needed for each class and then take out the notes that are no longer relevant to what the teacher is teaching in the moment. Those do get filed at home in a specific way. However, therefore, the student is not only lightening their load, but also have less papers in each subject of which then to confuse their current papers with. So it sounds like the first thing in organizing your student or helping your student organize him or herself is finding this large D-ring notebook, but something that fastens along the edges, not not one of the big, I mean, I remember mine from my high school days, it had sort of a denim cover, but everything always fell out of it. So the the key thing is to find one that the student likes that can hold perhaps the, the paper for all of his or her classes. Yes. When the student shows up for a class, they can open up to the math class section and do start doing the work that the teacher is asking them to do at the beginning of the class. There's often a do now section in math, which this is a good time for me to mention that usually it's math teachers that want three sections. And so in that binder, you just create three sections for math. And so the student can open up to the do now section and write on the loose leaf paper and do their work. It's still in place because it's within a ring. It's not loose. When a student has homework at the end, let's say the math teacher gives them a handout, that handout can go directly in the pocket of that divider. And therefore, when the student returns home to do the homework, again, simply opens up to that section of the binder, sees the homework, takes it out, puts it back in, returns to school, and there it is. Would you recommend um, for parents and students to actually get a second binder to use at home for the papers that they're no longer you know, say you're a quarter of the way through the year, you've gone through that final. Um, And I'm asking from personal um, curiosity, because one of the hardest things I had with my son last year was convincing him that he didn't have to carry 
all nine months of schoolwork on his back every single day, and that it might be better to leave some of it at home. He thought, I may need this, so I've got to have it with me. And he was carrying a backpack that probably weighed about as much as he did. (laughs) That is, again, that fear of the teacher's wrath that the students feel. So they're hesitant to let go, not let go, but to leave behind at home some of their papers. Now, what I definitely recommend is there is some sort of filing system at home. The easiest for students is what we call a desktop organizer. It's a small file box that's open at the top, does not have a lid, and has hanging file folders in it, of which then, in corresponding to their classes in their binder, they have a tab for each class. And that when they're finished with a unit of study, they take that unit of study and hopefully it's in chronological order. That's one of the finer, finer tasks of being organized for a young student. But they take that section and put it in the corresponding hanging folder in the desktop organizer. Of course, you could recreate a binder and do it as well. But I'm all about simplicity and in the in the routine. And so if they can take a a group of papers out of their binder, paperclip them together, and just slip them in a slot. That's probably the easiest thing. Students are concerned about if not having something that they're asked to have, and that's why it's usually done at a quarter basis or, or semester basis. Okay, so we've talked about the notebook, and I think this is helpful, and there are pictures on the Daily Juggle website of the kinds of things that we might use. But this is an ongoing process. What will we be talking about next time? Next week, we'll talk about how do we then maintain that traveling paper system and talk about the different tasks that each child needs to do to follow through on the maintenance of it. That sounds a lot harder, actually, than just the stuff. <laughs> it is. often is. And, and it takes repetition in order for the child to learn what that maintenance is. All right. So we'll learn about how to maintain and how to practice so that you learn how to do it. Absolutely. Diane, thank you so much. You're welcome, Julie. Thank you. You've been listening to The Daily Juggle with today with Diane Thompson of Creative Organizing. I'm Julie Burstein. I hope you check in with us again next time when we talk about not just the things we need to keep our kids organized, but how we encourage them to develop these kinds of habits.